Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 25th of January. Egyptian President Abdul Fattah el-Sisi is in Delhi. He is the first Egyptian leader to be invited as India's Republic Day chief guest. He was accorded a ceremonial welcome at the Rashtrapati Bhavan after which he met Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The two countries may elevate their ties to the strategy level and expand cooperation in several areas. President Draupadi Murmu will host a state banquet in Sisi's honor this evening. Sisi's arrival also invokes the history of non-aligned movement which had India and Egypt among its founding members. Before becoming the president of Egypt in 2014, Sisi was the country's military chief and defense minister. In 2013, he led a military coup ousting Mohammad Morsi, the country's first democratically elected president, amid widespread protest. He subsequently ran for office and was sworn in as the sixth president of Egypt in June 2014. Years later, Sisi is now at a crossroads in Egypt, if certain media reports are to be believed. Amid a collapsing economy, the army has been asked to retreat from its monopoly in various sectors after a deal between the government and the IMF. and the role of the army and sisi has come under cloud as the saviors of egypt sisi's track record in human rights has also been repeatedly questioned a report by human rights watch says and i quote president abdul fattah al sisi of egypt has presided over the flagrant abuse of human rights since taking office according to one of the papers accessed by the hindu india has lost access to 26 of the 65 patrolling points in eastern ladakh The paper was presented at last week's annual summit of India's senior police officers in Delhi in the presence of Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Union Home Minister Amit Shah, and National Security Adviser Ajit Doval. However, the paper did not come up for discussion. P.D. Nitya, the superintendent of police in Leh, Ladakh's capital, wrote that this leads to a shift in the border under control of Indian security forces towards Indian side. It said, and I quote. A buffer zone is created in all such pockets which ultimately leads to loss of control over these areas by India. This tactic of PLA to grab land inch by inch is known as salami slicing. According to the report, the army has placed severe limitations on the movements of civilians and grazers near the front regions of the Indian side, indicating that they do not want to anger the PLA by providing them the opportunity to file objections on the areas claimed as contested. The Indian Army strategy which restricts mobility of district government and civilians in advanced regions has converted locations that were formerly accessible into informal buffer zones according to the report. It went on to say that in order to prevent conflict with the Chinese People's Liberation Army which has installed high resolution cameras at strategic sites the army restricts grazer movement by building checkpoints and sending people in disguise. China's attempted incursion in Arunachal Pradesh on 9th December last year prompted a significant escalation in hostilities between the two countries. It came nearly 2 years after the clash in Galwan Valley in 2020. A series of military talks have taken place resulting in a careful retreat of soldiers on both sides. A controversy over the BBC documentary on Narendra Modi continues to rage across India. After last night's turmoil, stone pelting and power cut on the JNU campus, at least four students of Jamia Millia Islamia were detained on Wednesday for trying to screen the film. Security was beefed up near the campus. The Jamia administration has said unequivocally that they will not allow the showing of the documentary because no permission has been requested. 
the government had earlier termed the film a propaganda and asked YouTube and Twitter to take it down from their platforms. Students from the University of Hyderabad are embroiled in a similar conflict with the administration over a screening of the documentary on campus last week. The ABVP has filed a complaint and the administration has sought a safety report, according to a university spokesperson. Meanwhile, Congress veteran A.K. Antony's son, Anil K. Antony, resigned from the party today after receiving what he called were intolerant requests to rescind a tweet in which he disagreed with the party's position. He called the documentary a dangerous precedent. Anil Antony was a member of the Congress's social media cell in Kerala. He also alleged abuses by those supporting a trek to promote love in a scathing attack on Rahul Gandhi's Bharat Jodo Yatra. Listeners, the BBC documentary has caused disquiet on campuses and within political parties. But has a ban on the film made you curious about its content? In a piece titled, BBC's Modi documentary is a story already known, aired and shared, but with one big bombshell. Jamini N. Rao has presented an in-depth analysis of the film, its consequences in the West and at home. We have been able to bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The Supreme Court today granted bail to Union Minister Ajay Mishra Taini's son, Ashish Mishra. Ashish is accused of murdering protesting farmers and a journalist with his SUV in UP's Lakhimpur Kheri during the farmers' protest in 2021. He had earlier challenged the Allahabad High Court's decision to deny him bail. Farmers' families have accused Ajay Mishra, a BJP politician and the country's junior home minister, of putting pressure on the witnesses and harassing them. Last week, the Supreme Court said that an accused cannot be imprisoned indefinitely unless found guilty. However, it said that any attempt by Ashish Mishra or his family to influence witnesses would result in the cancellation of his bail. The order also gave him one week to move out of Uttar Pradesh. He is not allowed to live in Uttar Pradesh, Delhi or surrounding territories. Senior attorney Dushant Dave said a bail would send a dreadful message to society. Mukur Rotagi, representing Ashish Mishra, contended that his client has been in detention for more than a year and that the trial may take another seven to eight years. Amid rising political tensions in Pakistan, police have detained former PM Imran Khan's party aide and Pakistan Tehreek-e Insaf leader Fawad Chaudhary. After Chaudhary's detention, the official Twitter account of PTI uploaded footage purposely showing the procession of police trucks carrying the minister. Chaudhary was arrested from his home in Lahore after a case was filed at Kosar Police Station on the Pakistan Election Commission Secretary's complaint. Elections will be held in Pakistan after August, but Khan has been pushing for early elections. There are already significant political divisions in Pakistan and the arrest just widens them. Islamabad police tweeted that Fawad had attempted to incite violence against a constitutional institution and inflamed the passions of the people. It further stated that the case would be dealt with in accordance with applicable regulations. The 52-year-old Chaudhary's detention followed speculation that the authorities will also target Imran Khan. Several party workers assembled at his house in Lahore to prevent his arrest. That is all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.